and welcome everyone to another edition of the Capiche Filmcast. I'm Stephen Barry and joining me is not one, not two, but four guests and uh, I'll introduce them just now. We're uh, Before that though, we're doing the film of the year of 2017 and we're going to be doing, we've got a few categories and a, we're going to get to a collective top 10 uh, best films of 2017. With me as my usual co-host Scott Armour hello <laughs> and with and a, man, a man of many words yeah exactly thanks Scott I was hoping you'd give me some sort of witty retort there no, just no, no, nothing uh, right okay so I'll introduce our newest members Prashemik to my right hi how you doing you looking forward to talking with a microphone and having recorded everything you say yeah, so uh, to whoever is listening to this, if you think I sound a bit off, that's basically true because English is not my first language. If you hadn't picked up on his Polish accent, Przemysl Polish. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and moving on, Jen. <coughs> Hello. <laughs> Hopefully, we're actually picking up Jen. Uh, her voice is so quiet, so angelic. I know. Oh, thank you. That's that's your new nickname, Angelic Jen. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the podcast, to the 2017 film of the year, whatever this is. Thanks. Capichecast. The Capichecast. Capichecast. It's Capiche Filmcast, so Pichecast. We're trying out with different names. Catch one. Uh, the Pichecast. Uh, go for I a Pichecast. I don't know. No. And last but not least, Fiona. Hey. Or Fee. <laughs> so, yeah, are you looking forward to having your voice recorded for a whole... F- oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Exactly. <laughs> uh, so, the icebreaker question then. So, we covered yours, Scott, but because we kind of want to be, like, kind of keep it balanced, let's give another film that you prefer. What's your second favourite film? Well, my first... My we mentioned film, Jaws in a previous uh, podcast. My favourite film is Jaws. Uh second favourite film could I give me a heads up <laughs> for, this, for a second film well we'll obviously just have Jaws to Jaws really your favourite film absolutely I did not like he's it. obsessed what? with Jaws you can't not like Jaws you can't like it. come on ah, come on Jen I'm sorry come on Jen I think I saw it in a cinema a couple of years ago I'll probably say one of the best cinema experiences uh, ever yeah it's a very it in my house on a DVD player so maybe I had the, the wrong environment I, I'm kind of the same it didn't have the same impact that it's clearly had on you but I, I recognise that it's a film that it's a seminal film that everyone's copied and then it's like influenced by. movie making masterpiece yeah it's Spielberg when he was like his most kind of I don't know creative well, I, think it was, I think it was only his second or third feature film I think it was his one of the Robert Shaw's best speeches in any of the films it was totally improvised and he this was, about was the it Indianapolis uh, yeah, 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 yeah USS Indianapolis uh, being sunk and uh, then uh, uh, the crew being picked up one by one by sharks sharks uh, he Brilliant. was totally improvised and he had had a few drinks before that yeah so they were drunk uh, he was pretty much drunk alright uh, okay uh, that's cool uh, second, anyways second yeah. favourite film I was just trying to think of my feet Um, just to add a bit of controversy because I know someone in the room will want to disagree but I'd probably say Predator me? are you talking about me then? Mm, I thought Prashemic might no Predator's good yeah well no he, I think I've got a funny feeling he's going to say Terminator it's his, fa- oh, his favourite we, we had this yeah. just to let everyone know this is an argument it's, it's, that it's happens not, a lot it's not, <laughs> it's not T2 it's between the, the Terminator and Predator ah yeah sorry because I'm a child oh, of Terminator the 80s too. and I love 
films from the 80s. Well, you basically love Arnold Schwarzenegger. But I think, I think <laughs> Scott, I, I, I agreed He's with my you. Dad. Predator was better <laughs> than the Terminator by a really slight margin. And I think that's because the Predator is like the pinnacle of a proper man's film yeah. from the 80s. Yeah. Aye. I wish I actually introduced you as the... Uh, Dolph Lundgren Arnold Schwarzenegger love uh, child uh. I was thinking of that earlier and it completely slipped my mind anyways have you mentioned a second film oh, yeah, uh, yeah Predator Predator yeah, yeah Predator's alright uh, <laughs> <laughs> tough look like underplay it uh, Pashemic your favourite film then can I t- say two films because it's fine like my favorite, my favorite period is no, between the sixties and the eighties, right? Okay, and I can't really say which film is the best. So, the first place, the top place goes split equally, even between Aliens and The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Aliens, I never did me in this. Aliens is my second favorite. Film. I love both films for very different reasons. Aliens is like the top science fiction action slash horror, mm. brilliant cast. Brilliant one-liners, good action, good writing, solid story. And one of the best ways to do a sequel to a film that was already a major success. Yeah, you'd probably say this is one of the sequel films that it's better better than than the first one. And it's... It depends what kind of film you prefer. They're different films, but I just on like yeah, personal. Alien is just a horror. Uh-huh. It's just but I think Aliens the kind of film that I can pick up and watch. Like it's just any mood I'm in, I'm like I want to watch well, it again. Steve, Alien, you have to be in a certain mood to watch. Steve, that. It's a long, slow film. We went to the cinema to see the double bill Alien mm. and Aliens. Mm. And before that, you had been adamant saying that Alien is a no. Film. I still stick by. I think Alien as a film is probably the better film from a point of view of how much it done to um, in the in the kind of in the industry. Like it inspired so much, and it's an important film. But as a film to watch, to I prefer Aliens. Yeah. But then you could say the same with Jaws. Jaws was that film that inspired. Ah, uh-huh. like I think that there's a difference between what is the better film and what I prefer. Like I think that comes down to because sometimes what I prefer is bad stuff or not. Mm. I'm not saying Alien is bad, of course not. It's an amazing film, but like you, but you there's a difference between what it, makes no. a, an actual great film, but also at the same time. You think on it, Alien is essentially just Jaws, except it's not a shark. <laughs> Think about it. Well, that's what it right, says. That's what it says on the poster. Oh, that's exactly what it says. Right. Yeah. Right. Aliens, is like, same. aliens is effectively John. Dot dot dot. It's not a shark. What, what I mean by that is, is that it's it's got that tension. You don't really see the alien up mm. to the end. It's the same with Jaws. It's all done with music. It's all yeah, the limitations. You know, they didn't have yeah, the kind yeah. of no. the sharks. I mean, they they look terrible. They had to kind of shoot it only very small kind of versions. And the second film, it's my top one. It's the good, the bad, and the ugly. Right. Amazing music by uh, Ennio Morricone. Yes. Uh, Clint Eastwood playing a man with no name. Uh, amazing story and the setting and the acting. You could see basically one of the best uh, uh, cancelling jewels in Aye. the cinema. Three guys staring at each other in the middle of a cemetery, and you can see a fly landing on the face of an actor and just walking across his face. That's how detailed the film was. It's 
It is great. I seen it like way later, and I w- I'd already seen Tarantino's stuff, so I was watching it from the point of view of seeing how it influenced Tarantino's films, which I then kind of made me even appreciate it even more, like the music and stuff. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I actually saw the good, the bad, and the ugly as a ten year old boy, and it stayed in my head. I always thought this was the best film I had ever seen, and then when I saw a few of Tarantino's films I just realised they kind of look very similar it's oh he's copied his style and it's just totally. occurred to me yeah. well after uh, reading one of his interviews that basically he loves spaghetti yeah he does and I'm yeah. like well it's uh, one of my own hearts okay thank you for that Jen can we narrow you down to a, a favourite film well in the five minutes I've been giving it some thought <laughs> <laughs> and I'll probably be really fast for you which will be good because probably y'all have not seen it but um I'm a total musical theatre kid. Okay. So my best film is probably West Side Story. Oh no, I haven't seen it. Yeah, no, I just I would recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's brilliant. I mean, amazing acting, amazing music, like visually it's it's stunning. The, the the actual detail and the hard effort that went into mm-hmm. the choreography. Uh, that is something to be appreciated. I'll need to create a list of all the kind of classics that I haven't seen. Musicals and things like that are the ones that I've I've got major blind spots. Uh, that is a musical. It is. No, no, totally. Yeah. Hardcore music. Yeah. Yeah. It's proper. It's proper. Proper good. Okay, cool. We're having a bit of a technical malfunction here, so we can also cut this. Just mention it, why don't you? I know. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, probably, no, no, can, no, this is the beauty. We're know? not live. This is going to all be edited, so this is going to clearly get cut. What is it you're doing? What's wrong with it? It's just it's wobbly. Uh, is it not secure? Uh, you just hit a perfectly good setup. Yeah. 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 I'm happy to have you all here. <laughs> I right. Are you now further away, so you just need to speak loud and kind of. No, I think it's the same. Uh, right, okay. Right, back to. Uh, and so, last but not least, again, Fee, what would you say is your favourite film? Jungle Book, hands down. Yeah. Best movie. Did you say hands down or pants down? Hands down. Hands Jungle, down. Jungle Book Jungle is great. Book. It's always a movie I can pick up, watch anytime. Uh, Don't have to be in a mood to watch it. Mm-hmm. Sad, happy, whatever. You're yeah, it's it. just one of the best song like songs. I think it just looks amazing. Yeah, it looks really good. Uh, it's got a really nice story to mm-hmm. it. Yeah. For the record, I've never seen this film. Oh, was it? Have you not? You've never oh, seen Jungle Book. I've never seen Jungle Book. Leave. Yeah. You leave. never, you never got to see the end of it. Then. Oh. That's when he died. Sure, sure, can die. Did depression? Hung himself. What? This has yeah. got really dark. This podcast. <laughs> no. Let's go to best visuals. To... Right. Okay. Thank you for that. Uh, so now we'll start then. Uh, so, like I said, we'll run down the categories, uh, the nominees, and we'll start cutting and get to our top one and two runners up. Right. Okay. So what we'll do is we've got five categories altogether: best visuals, most disappointing, best hidden gems, worst films that we have seen, and best films. And this, as I said, that's going to be a top ten, which we'll number as well. The other four categories are going to be one winner and two runners up. And we're essentially going to do a sort of just round the table, kind of eliminating the ones that are nominated. So we'll go through at the start the nominations and then we'll start just kind of giving a brief explanation as to why you think it shouldn't make the list. And MD who has an issue with it can then kind of raise their point and whoever really wins the argument or kind of convinces the others uh, will kind of get their film on the list or not. So yeah, let's start with best visuals. I'll run down the list of our nominees. Okay, so nominated for best visuals are It, Atomic Blonde, Blade Runner 2049, Bright, Dunkirk, Ghost in the Shell, 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2, Hacksaw Ridge, La La Land, Paddington 2, Star Wars Episode 8 The Last Jedi, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Planets, War for the Planet of the Apes, Wind River, and Thor Ragnarok. I'll uh, join to start, Scott. Do you want to not? Uh, we'll go clockwise. Would you like to start and pick a film out of that list that you don't think should be in the top three? Um, out of the ones that I've seen, I would probably say Bright would definitely not be in the top three. Um, only, only pure, purely down at the fact that there's other films in there that do have much better visuals. Bright was, I would probably say that if it was like Bright looks really good because it's like different, it's like it's kind know, of elves and uh, you know, it's it's like mixture of the fantasy and the yeah. real kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it essentially, it just looked. It looked, sure. still looked odd though. Like, it still looked odd, but it, it just looked like a where they filmed it. It was like rundown neighborhoods in mm. America. It's quite dark. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. in terms of best visuals, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't yeah. say not that, that is that's certainly not saying that I didn't well, like it. A short disclaimer here: all the films on this list have been nominated and chosen, so there is a a point to made that it's great visuals in the end, but yeah. obviously we're cutting down to the final three, yeah. so that's why we have to mm-hmm. kind of point out maybe where it falls short. Uh, but as much as I thought, it, as much as I thought it did look good, do I have an issue um, with Scott's reasoning? Yes. Okay, let's hear it. I'll probably say because it was shot in a rundown parts of Los Angeles and it's uh, very closely related to a magic world with fairies elves, orcs I'll probably say this is an argument for the best visual because it's a, a mix of harsh, brutal reality of the modern USA and the fantasy world. Yeah. No, okay. I, I, no, I that, get it. It's a very fresh approach yeah, a very yeah. fresh idea. But that's what I'm saying so I'm, what I'm saying is, is that there is that element to it. I just think it's not as strong as some of the others that's on that list. Hmm. I don't know. No, I, didn't, I, I would agree I, with After what Prashemik like just said, I'm kind of actually starting to... Do you think we should cut it now or just leave it on just now and see where we are after a few? Do you, no, I think we should do you, think, do you feel okay about cutting it or would you rather not cut well, it? Well, um, I can argue strongly for not cutting it, but my understanding was that each of us picks one position to eliminate and we just remove it regardless no no we can argue our case and, it is, and then it comes to a sort of decision in the room like are we okay with cutting it and if we aren't and if somebody staunchly is against cutting it we will, can pass over it mm-hmm. and see what else can get cut and then once we get to that a point where we're, like four or five once we get down to the four or five yeah. we'll have to then really nail our points and see where we are But and if it gets to the point where it's taking forever we'll just have to somehow make a decision a vote probably just but for the time keeping sake it'll probably don't take, take us a long time to argue for and mm-hmm. against so uh, that's why I said I thought if Scott says let's remove Bright no, and no, this is we talk, we reason talk about it. we just remove no. it and the next person no because then uh, the whole point is debate no, I want debate. the idea no. of this this is a deliberation podcast so people in the end will look at the results of the podcast and say, how the hell did Bright get on that like if they have an issue with it they listen to it and hear what we had to say about it and then it's clear why because somebody made a really it. clear point mm-hmm. about this and, and convinced the rest of us so you, what you said actually I'm kind of now I'm actually quite kind of like 
thinking maybe we should keep it for another bit to see what else see what else can get cut before it mm-hmm. if you don't think if there's something that you think should get cut before it and you don't think it should be cut I think something else should be cut before it right we take another stab then see what else you think then Scott right just go on again yeah we'll see if you can have one cut that we can agree on and then if somebody you know disagrees we'll eventually just pass over you I have seen of him um well, I've never. Are we talking about? Because I've not. Seen if you haven't Valerian. seen, you can still cut it, and then so whoever. So you want to cut Valerian? Well, I've not seen Valerian padded into La La Land. Uh, I've seen the rest. Right. So what one you want to pick? Out of them then? Well, surely you surely you would pick the one that I've seen. It's surely up to you. I, 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 I'm kind of. It's hard to be passionate. Argue, I guess, it's hard to be it? passionate about a film you haven't seen. But if you but can no, hear some of these thoughts nothing, as to why they put it on, there's nothing wrong with. There's nothing wrong with that argument that me and Trishemi just had. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with it. No. So but, why am I still picking one? Well, so what do you think then? Do you think we should cut Bright? I think it was a good film. I totally agree with the points in terms of visual and why it's on the category. Would it be in my top three? Probably not. I think I'm the same. Yeah, I would. I would agree. I think Pashemi like, did make a good point. Yeah, Pashemi says. No, I, think, I totally agree. But I don't. As it's, I think there is other films. There's other ones that, above there that I think have uh, more of a. They kind of. Uh, without without uh, doubt, it's like it's because the critics absolutely hammered Bright, yeah. and I never really seen when I watched it. I never when I when it finished, I never really got that same. I I, I thought to myself. I don't understand why that got hammered so bad. No, like I didn't actually mind it. It wasn't it wasn't perfect. It wasn't Oscar yeah, bait, no. but it was like I actually really enjoyed it. However, as were, I say, yeah, the critics were really harsh on it. Uh, yeah. um, but as I say, in terms of this list, um, I probably wouldn't have had it on, uh, on in the top three and in, in, in visuals. Right, okay. We can we can come back to it. Um, Steve, what would you pick? Um, Dunkirk. I think Dunkirk there was an like an I like it was well shot the cinematography and things like that were great and having it in the category is is completely fine for me it fell short in with the way that because it didn't use you know barely see any CGI the actual beach scenes with the soldiers looked empty because he wasn't using CGI and that's why you need sometimes to it didn't look like how I think it should have looked yeah it didn't it took it it took me out of it a bit it was a wee bit distracting Um, and I felt then that that's why it it suffered a wee bit you can try and get a, a better middle ground and but no going one. against that it was nice to see a movie that didn't have so much cinematography well, I, and it still looked knew, visually yeah, striking yeah. like it, the the plane scenes and things like mm-hmm. that that in itself it's, was like I say there was it's a tough one and I think it's up there I just don't think again it's in top three because I was kind of like uh, it took me out a wee bit when I seen this sort of emptiness of it and like the lack of where you you know that CGI would have placed so much more soldiers there to to the numbers it didn't look like it, how it should have been I, I take your point um, but I would probably agree with Fee in the fact that it was completely refreshing to actually yeah. watch a film it was almost like it was back in an olden day World War 2 film I know. yeah you know, it was exactly planes uh, Prashema you're nodding your head where do you come in this one I agree with Stephen don't get me wrong I think that Dunkirk was a really really great film mm-hmm. and I'm a history geek and you'll probably 
see or hear it um, further down the line of when we talk about the films. I think Dunkirk, the strong point of Dunkirk was the sound. There was this immense mm. sense of dread. There was yep. something horrible coming. You didn't know yep. when or where. However, visual, visual-wise, uh, I saw pictures of Dunkirk from 1940. The beach was covered with helmets. There were uh, tanks, there were lorries, there were uh, personal carriers all over the beach. And as Stephen said, the beach was just too vast and too yep. empty in yep. the film. That's, yep. There's, My there's, dad agreed as well, and he knows a, a lot about it. And that was the was, first thing we said. Like, it just kind of took you out a wee bit. It, doesn't, it wasn't what you expected it should have been. And I think that's where CGI would have probably been... If he's not going to get all the practical stuff, like, he's obviously... He's, filmed it and the I think it was the flight sequences are mostly all practical which is amazing yeah. considering you know dangers and stuff like that but at the same time if you're going to go a half measure then you should go in the full way if if you're going to if it's not going to look the way it should so that's why it to me falls short on the visuals but uh, I, I'm a kind of feeling a wee no, bit no it's a, it's a very valid point I do I did agree like that was something that I felt the beach was empty but I think for me I still want to keep it on the list because as I said it is a refreshing okay. movie without any so we, cinematography yeah, well, take, if you take the, the beach scenes away and you've just got the plane jewels planes the boats yeah you can you know I would much prefer in a world where CGI is basically taking over I'd much I'd, I'd like that I, I get better. that that makes sense so are we not cutting Dunkirk then just now uh, we'll yeah, keep, 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 keep it on, on for yeah. the time being so that's <laughs> so nobody's got no film have been cut yet <laughs> that's, that's what I said are we like are we just having one vote each and we're no no we'll, we'll be constantly we'll be going around the table that's why I think it's Scott should have a chance to cut another one then because he, he well, we'll Bright we'll, kept, right. you kept Bright even in even if we just like talk about them right. and then right. what you'll then find is people will maybe raise things that you then actually start to eliminate a movie so I've raised Bright Prashemic uh, um, there's that there's that natural like challenge mm-hmm. so that that's what you want yeah no, that, that's what we want that's yeah. brilliant that's so exactly that. pick, you probably want to have the conversation and then be like right guys who got our top three okay based on all the evidence right so uh, like Pashemi do you want to cut a film or see if you can that's a straight choice for me La La Land I would remove it I haven't seen it it's a musical about people dancing and singing. I don't see anything. I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it. But the visuals. I saw the trailer. It was not appealing to me at the slightest. Okay, counter argument. Yeah, I think we're, we're I'm a musical theatre representative. Somebody that has seen the film, surely. I have seen it. Right. I would agree. It's actually not my favourite film. I didn't really like it, um, and that comes from someone who loves musicals. Um, mainly nothing to do with visually. It was quality of voice mm-hmm. uh, I would have much preferred people with a bit of a stronger mm-hmm. voice to them yeah they weren't naturally Ryan Gosling and uh, Emma, Emma Stone, Emma Stone. Oh. to be fair I think actually it wasn't Emma Stone's fault I think they were pitching songs that were far too high for her voice yeah. Gosling's voice was actually yeah. really good well, thing, I mean, he was off key in one of the bits though, yeah the end, it was, but, um, but he was he had a stronger voice over her and yeah. she was they were well, there weren't natural on Broadway like, so she's like she's got a good right. voice she's got a lower range than what they pitched really high pitched for her and it was really awful to listen to her sing okay so but visually visually it was very reminiscent of old Hollywood the way that it was filmed I I think that's why the Oscars really liked it and that was actually so I 
personally did also hated La La Land for many reasons but visually was one of the things that actually I enjoyed about the movie right, the okay. colours in mm-hmm. the movie was epic like just really striking uh, it was against the, like casual colours uh-huh. so she's walking about with a bright it was that yellow dress it's quite and, like uh, yeah, you can, I can, when I think of that lip film I'm thinking of that scene with her dancing, dancing on the bench uh, yeah. yeah but it was very 50s as well mm-hmm. like uh, that was probably so one thing that saved the movie so I've, I've but never, I wouldn't I've, personally put it in my top 3 no, 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 so right, I would be so happy to cut it so we can maybe La La Land yeah I'd be happy to cut it I think we can cut La La Land I don't think it's awful I'd be happy to cut it but it got it's due it's in terms definitely of worthy of being in a visual category so you've you've so you've you've given it its due that's that's what we want we kind of want it if you've if you've got a feeling on it then you can have your say but it wasn't going to make it I don't think in this list Jen what you what you want to cut um I've never seen it um I don't didn't want to see it. I'm not a scary movie person, so that would be an obvious yeah. for me. Okay. Uh, what I'll say about it was so this is the first time it's been done as a major film. It's the, the TV version of it, which I love. But um, this is obviously Stephen King book, Pennywise the Clown. For me, the reason I, I kind of put this film on this list uh, because from a visual point point of view they've done something they've went darker in terms of the look of Pennywise he looks really sinister the marketing campaign the poster campaign was amazing I think that's what ruined it well I don't know I, I think like the old visually version. no the old but that's the thing like your kind of creepy friendly clown in the old one whereas this was just like I think in that your face clown bad clear yeah. like scare horror I, I think I well, where they fell short with it but it's not from a visual point of view they did a bit too much um Jump scare tactics. Yeah, yeah that's he all. He kind of jumps out and runs at them, and then it, yeah. it became a bit. He, the kids so kept doing this. boring because of that. Well, I wouldn't say that's a storytelling point of view. I I'd say visually, the look of Pennywise, and also the he way that he reveals himself like in different little ways. Like um, there's one where he comes out like a. I don't know if it's a Jack in the Box style thing. Yeah. Where he unfurls himself, and it's really sinister and creepy in the music. Like it's. I, I, I thought it was really striking. Um, as well as the there was another one where he jumps out the the, the coffin I think it's, 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 see to be honest for me I loved it I really I really liked it um, but it wasn't so much Pennywise it was well the, it was the, the thing about the, the, yeah, the, kids, the, the dynamic children. with the children the was were the brilliant were, they were, uh, they were I, really I, I it it, to me it was like I don't know if anyone's seen Stranger Things but it yeah. was yeah that, it was almost as if or Stand By Me I think I, it was, but, they, but they should have just taken the clown outfit well, I, I think <laughs> just dialed down a bit I think they, were, they, they wanted yeah. too much to because it's like they wanted to have him in to reveal himself to all the different kids but it was too much you've seen it like we talked about Jaws and Alien the limitations of not wanting to show the monster too much meant it was scarier, scarier because yeah. whereas this was constantly you, you, it's more in your head than actually seeing it the more, yeah. they used it too much in the film I think visually though I, I, I'm, I would say I, think, I, I would say visually for me is obviously like the location it looked really good as you mm-hmm. said Fiona it's like you know stand by me yeah, yeah it was very evocative of those kind of that, 80s I, I like that I think the they, but Pennywise he did look good um, but he wasn't like the costume used. design I thought looked I thought yeah, it looked it, great it, it I, I get, I'm guessing that there's not much support for it no. here I, I, haven't, I haven't seen it oh. I'm happy to have it removed right. because right, okay. I think there are better films on our list yeah. that deserve to be in top 3 yeah. right okay it's getting moved that's yeah. two down 
Uh, Fee, what do you want to cut? So yeah, it was going to be the one that I was going to remove. So, <laughs> <All right>. um, <laughs> I'm going to have to have a look. Just watch, obviously, when you're actually speaking, move back towards the mic. Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I totally agree with that. Take pa- Paddington 2. Paddington 2? Yeah, it wasn't... I'll say I would say visually, it, it's, not, it's not really... Yeah, it's not... I mean, I, I can understand they're putting a bear in real life, but... For me, the scene, like, see when he opens up the pop-up book and then they sort of go into that world. There's a, It's an amazing sequence. Oh, yeah. I, thought it, I was just looking at it going, wow. No, that's true, but then that, that's one... And then the, there's even the start with the jungle scene. I think it looked. I just thought it looked straight. It looked really good. But again, if nobody else, I think there's other movies on there that are stronger. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it's quite. It's an animated movie. Like there's other movies there that have done better visuals. I think it's Paddington Two is more of a, an amazing movie for story and. Humor. It's a very great. Yeah, it's a well-rounded film with yeah. lots of great things about it. If its visuals maybe aren't the thing that you no, don't think should strongest. be. Involved. I can see your point. Yeah, uh, there was some scenes that you did think that. Oh, wow, that was really a, mm-hmm. like a, the good imagination. It was. The, I, I just it, it was something I hadn't seen before. But like, I guess is that also then? Well, I've not seen, seen it, but it's Jen and Prashemik, have you seen it? Yeah, we, we've seen it. Um, brilliant film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But visually, I mean, it was visually very good, but I would say that animated movies is something that we're very good at doing. And yeah. yeah, you come so with an expectation with an animation. Yeah, so not yeah I agree. I've seen yeah. the film. I didn't like it for, a, for its visual um, merit. I liked it for its story building and the character building. Yeah. Okay, all right, cool. fair enough yeah, then. So Paddington is ruled out then. So, too, sorry. Sorry, Paddington. What does that mean, that noise? I'm going to go home and cuddle him now and again. Sorry. Oh, I oh, God, you're scared me. I thought it was the device playing up. Ah, right, right, Scott, uh, you want to take a stab at actually getting one off the list? Um, I would probably see, be honest. I, and I, I looked over Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde's a really oh, good yeah, film. Um, trying to th- trying to think on it, it's just I don't necessarily think what was visually stunning about it. It was a really good film. I think it's set in Russia. In fact, is it Berlin? Berlin. Berlin. Ah, it's yeah. Berlin, sorry. Um, a I had a nice neon 80s uh, like kind of vibe, neon, but yeah. I wouldn't say it was like amazing in I terms would, of no, visuals. No. I had some striking scenes in it, but. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see it, unfortunately. I'm kind of gutted about that one. Uh, it's a really, it is a really good film. Yeah, it's a crack film, man. Yeah. Right? I don't yeah. like, I agree. I love the kind of eighties vibe of it yeah. and like the soundtrack that went with that and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, visually, in terms of there was like that amazing fight scene, like that just seemed to go on forever mm-hmm. and was like brutal. But yeah. it looked like it was filmed as if it was one big. I mean, it obviously one sequence, wasn't yeah. one big sequence, but it felt like it was. So I thought okay. that was pretty cool. But That's... is it in the top three? Again, there's potentially stronger candidates on mm-hmm. that list. I agree, Dara. At least, well, I can see three films that can easily fit into one, two, and three. As much as I enjoy Atomic Blonde myself, because I'm the '80s person as well, but I wouldn't put it in the top three. Okay, okay. Right. I think Atomic so Blonde's off. Atomic Blonde. Okay, Stephen. Um, Hacksaw Ridge. Um, Ooh. Yeah. Uh, well, what's uh, your deal with all the like? Four movies. <laughs> I just I, Hacksaw Ridge. I think is a great film, and I think it's 
uh, well directed. I think Mel Gibson has a classical kind of style that you know, but it didn't strike me the same way that I can see some of these other films that have got some great looks to them. I think it's a film of two halves. The first half is well, I don't remember anything remotely like visually stylistic. I think is the second half where he's in the battle and there's a bit more going on. But that sticks with you forever, and I think that's why it makes it into the, uh, one of the best visuals because that that. I think there was also um, I was kind of annoyed with the very religious overtones at the end. Yeah, but that's not a that kind of, Well, the, the visual. <laughs> I'm closing we'll that for the other kind. I'd say <laughs> kind of it's kind of religious. Especially as the battle scene up the top of that ridge, that uh, was intense. The the dream sequence in particular. Yeah, as well. Yeah. That, I, I would and I can't is, forget uh, that. If I'm Sorry. honest, I would agree with Steve. I would agree in, in the the. It's almost like a film of two halves. Have any of you seen Tropic Thunder? Yeah. Yes. You Not know when fun. you know when. Uh, uh, what's his name? Main main actor Ben Stiller. Ben, ben Stiller. Stiller. See when Ben Stiller plays Simple Jack. Yeah. <laughs> For me, the first half of of. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge is basically just an extended version of Simple Jack. It's very kind of. I don't. I, I just. I didn't. I didn't really. I kind of lost my attention. It was slow. It was a slow aye, start aye. in the film. I think, I think it was. It was, it was so that, obviously visuals. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. So I think the way Andrew Garfield's playing it, he, he does. I don't know. He's. I just never really. I never liked it. But obviously, when this when they go to the. Um, you know, when it gets into the ridge and the, 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 the fight scene, you can't deny that it looks. I mean, it's grim, but it looks. You can pretty much amazing. imagine that's exactly what it must, aye, have, aye. must have felt like. And being like. Realistic. Yeah. For me, I would probably say because of, because it is the second half of a film, I would say that it's maybe not as. I don't know. I would probably say that I would remove it as well. Um, I would say that's consistently from a visual point of view, it didn't strike me the same way that I can see other films in this list yeah. landing. Um, Well, I'll probably say a couple of scenes in the film just left me shivering and in chills like the flamethrower scene when an American soldier burns the Japanese soldiers to a crisp. Mm. Honestly, just left me like like a sense of dread. I thought this is something I would never want to see in my life. Just say that. The dream sequence when the two American soldiers were sleeping in a a bomb... uh, uh, bombshell uh, ditch and then uh, the main character peeks out from from behind the uh, the edge of the the shell and sees the Japanese soldiers creeping up and him uh, illuminated by a flare is just another scene that just lets you, lets you like jump and thinking this is something I wouldn't come across or the scene where he crawls through the tunnels dug by the Japanese and sees like the the bodies and, and the dying Japanese soldiers I, f- I think this is like you very visceral and like just making making you think it's ingrained in your brain now yeah. just that's why just stays right. with you okay uh, I'm guessing we'll maybe leave Hacksaw Ridge on for now then. Jane what do you think would you agree um, I'm in two minds at the moment I totally agree because I, I really really like this film and I, I think it really it, it stays with you Um. So I'm tempted to leave it for now. Yeah, okay. I, I think, think I need to probably think more about the remainders mm-hmm. yeah. to kind of decide where it'll be. Okay. Um, right, we'll leave Hacks on a John. So that was my pick, wasn't it? Well, I try another one then. No, no, no. Move on. Right, we'll just move on. Right, okay. Pashemic then. 
<clears throat> as much as I enjoyed the film, I thought I thought this film will fit in to another category on uh, our list. I would probably remove Wind River in terms of the visuals mm. it's a solid stellar film with yeah. a really gripping like story and, and yeah. pace but the visuals there wasn't anything that was like left me breathtaking yeah it's, it's a good lots film of snow. I think I agree with you I <laughs> yeah. think cinematography point of view it did look great but when we're comparing the best three within the whole year I don't think that was enough to warrant it a place on the top three and I think I agree with you yeah I would that. agree yeah. It, was, it was probably for me it's probably one of those films that I was lying in my bed my nice warm comfy bed watching it <laughs> oh, yeah. and I think it's one of the films that's made me feel freezing mm, no, uh, it did yeah, have a great sense of place yeah. for, for me I, for, that's why I actually think it was me that put it in the best visuals and it was I think that was that was why right. it was just it looked uh, it made I'm you feel like you were there yeah aye mm-hmm. it was very effective good setting but, it, it yeah. but however I would fully, fully agree that on that list in terms of you know obviously what that goes into visuals and stuff it was great cinematography but I, I would agree that it probably wouldn't be in the top three right you. okay yeah. we can remove Wind River then Jen what would you now remove we're getting down to well we've still got a good few to go before the last three but it's going to get stuck in <clears> tight yeah I'm actually starting to struggle <laughs> yeah, to be honest I think with maybe you, the, the yeah. bright conversation has to come back but up. To be honest with you, right, I'll, okay, I'll raise it then. Yep. In the sense that I agree, it's a, I thought visually it's a very good film, but is it in my top three? Probably not. I would agree. I think there's stronger yeah. categories. Yeah, yeah. So, sorry, stronger films on that list. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'd agree. I've, I've already made my mind up in terms of top three. As much as I'm sure about number one and two, I can still be persuaded for number three, but Bright won't be. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was good, but not. It got its due. Last so, Shemek, what you're saying was, I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't want to remove Bright straight so away we, so because exactly, I, I thought they were. Yeah. I, I, get, I get where you're coming yeah, from. That's, that's how we want to do that. That's exactly that's fair um, Fiona uh, I'm going to have to go Thor Ooh. 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 not a movie I love to be honest I'm, no? I'm absolutely so done with Marvel superhero type movies oh. and I think because of the fact that there is <laughs> so many of them it's not unique the visuals it's not that striking mm. see I would I would it's, disagree in terms of Thor Ragnarok I think Thor Ragnarok's probably the most yeah I would agree this is, this is quite a daring uh, film for them they went a full comedy with this film this is you like, say full comedy I don't remember laughing yeah. me and you went together and I, I don't really remember you laughing I know. that I, either I, I, I didn't laugh I laughed out loud I didn't I will admit it didn't make me like better laugh stuff no, it was more just like was a odd chortle there was a couple of moments that were funny but, but don't get me wrong for, I, I, visually we're talking about yeah obviously. visually yeah, yeah, yeah. I, again as, just, as I say because it's superhero movies are kind of done to death now I don't see why it should stand out as a top three well this is this probably goes in the same argument as um, I think. you know obviously Dunkirk Thor Ragnarok is littered with CGI yeah so uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's the polar opposite um, I love the old school you know limited CGI I love that but Thor Ragnarok whether you liked the film or not it looked I thought it looked amazing 
Mm-hmm. I'd say if you're going for the CGI film, for Ragnarok is the example of a CGI well done. Well, as, well. as much as much as I'm not big Marvel, yeah. we've well, still got to cover Star Wars as well. So this is the <laughs> problem. There's a sweeping this best visuals name. I picked that because I wanted to, to, to encompass all nature of what we consider lo- what looks yeah. good. So it, you can you would, if you were to have really specific categories, best CGI it would, could be in there, but yeah. best visuals is just all around what we think. So that's going to be up against films like Dunkirk where the complete opposite yeah. Yeah. Um, so then it's kind of based on our own passion for what we think looks better well, for I mean, me I suppose I'm trying to think know. is it in the top three yeah that's I mean, another thing I mean, like, put it against those other ones like, would yeah. you keep it in your top three I don't think four is my top three and I'll put it in top three uh, before Dunkirk okay Right, so it's just it? the planet sequence yeah. everything on that planet the Coliseum the gladiator fights everything's just so well created I'm in fact actually thinking on it it probably wouldn't be my, in my top three so I would I would agree to cut it what do you you fees definitely against yeah. it and Jen you oh I don't know I know come on Jen I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think voice. what like what <laughs> makes it I'm actually so, looking at what else is on that list mm-hmm. and I'm kind of trying to decide in my, in my own head like what what am I going to want to fight for and I'm actually just trying to decide if I want to fight for Thor I thought Thor again I would say it was a kind of unique Marvel movie yeah. I thought again it had a similar kind of 80s again with the soundtrack yeah. and stuff that had that kind of similarities to Atomic Blonde in some ways to the in terms of the yeah. vibe of it not visually obviously but vibe of it Um in fact, it probably which I liked. Uh, it mm. probably almost like merged into a Gardens of the Galaxy film because yeah. Gardens of the Galaxy is very like there are, bright. It plays on the eighties nature yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That uh, just th- brings me back to the point that it's not unique. You're just compared it to another movie. Mm. Well, uh, suppose that's, it's, that's, it's, that's it's not main most unique. It. It's just not unique. What looks better, but yeah, I get there's an element of you want it, what you're seeing on film to be different in, in some ways. Yeah. Mind blowing. Yeah. Wouldn't say so. Right. Okay. I, I would agree to cut it from the top three. I think I I will agree as well. Prashemik. So Prashemik's well, a we're, very we're good. Outnumbered, even if so, I, so even, even if I and Jen said well, we're outnumbered. We are numbered, so we can. Well, I don't want to always come down to a voting structure because it should be about the passion of the argument and you are passionate about Thor. If you feel like we can keep it on and see where we're at with another film. I would keep Thor over Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's have the Guardians of the Galaxy talk. This is the film that I haven't seen, so I have no... As much as as I thought Guardians of the Galaxy was was actually a disappointing film overall, Um, again, it still looked amazing. Um, However... If I was to if I was to pick, I would probably say Thor over Gardens of the Galaxy. So I would cut Gardens. Oh. In fact, I would cut them both. But yeah, if, cut them if, both. I've uh, not seen Guardians, but are we cutting Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah, I'd be happy. Uh, to do I would probably. I would rather Guardians was cut before Thor. Right. right. So Guardians is gone. Who, who? So who was that? Your pick then? Who's who that was, was it? Who nominated Thor? Me. Who was me? Right. So Scott then. What are you taking? Um, looking at it. Um, are we Again. keeping Thor then? I thought we were going We'll to keep it just now. Yeah. It might come down to we're going to have to have a straight fight between a couple of films, but right now we'll keep it. Okay. I've not seen, for me, looking at the, the what's left in it, I've seen Ghost in the Shell. I haven't seen Valerian. I've seen a lot of clips on Valerian and it is it does look amazing. I just don't think it's a film um, that was decent. So purely on the basis that I've, that I've never seen it, yeah. I've 
I would, I would unfortunately, unfortunately, I'm in the same exact I've same not point. Seen it of either. Yeah. So that's three of us haven't seen it. Unfortunately, uh, so. we've seen it. And was it decent? It was the worst film I've possibly <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> so so it's in, visual was probably the only thing that gave it yeah. a saving grace, basically. But, but again, compared it, to others. You would cut it. I would probably cut it. Valerian was one of the few rare films that made me think I want this film to be over. If it's not over in the next <laughs> okay, ten minutes, okay. I'm gonna walk out. Is either gonna be a major butt here, or we're just cutting this <laughs> film? <laughs> I wanted well, we'll to put it in the best visuals as a nomination because visuals yeah. uh, was the only thing that basically spoke for the film no. in a positive manner. So right, I'm think, happy to have yeah, it. Yeah, well, Prashemi, you'll be happy, happy to know that Valerian appears in the most disappointing and the worst right. film category. We're going to be talking about that film quite a lot. Okay, so okay Valerian's gone. Best visuals. Right, we're getting down to the sort of the this, the big hitters now. Um, that was you cutting that. So. Me, I'm gonna say. I've tried to cut two films here, and both of them are still on the bloody list. <laughs> I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell. Is it worthy of being on the list? I've not seen it either. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Visually, I thought it was pretty cool. Aye, aye. Is it top three pretty cool? No. I mean, it's it's fully dependent on CGI. Uh, the look of it does look. Uh, you know brilliant the film doesn't exactly carry it uh, but again I'm looking at it now based on what my top three would be and it, it wouldn't be in my top three yeah I think it might just miss my top three yeah right. Shemek or probably I like the visuals it was one of the first films I put on the best visuals list but I can see better films on this list being in top three right okay Ghost sorry, in the Shell. sorry Ghost in the Shell Worthy of being nominated on a random podcast. Is it my turn now? Oh, it's getting good. Yeah, it's getting good. We're down, to, down to six. Down to six films now. Halfway. Purely because I see my top three already, and uh, War for the Planet of the Apes is not in the top three. Oh, of the oh no, I totally oh, no. disagree with that. That's one. This is the third <laughs> film in a series. I've seen it. In the first one, in the second one, just the visuals didn't do it for me. And, and the third instalment of this franchise I have to say 100% as, ma- as much as it's really well done it just didn't yeah. do much for me yeah. um, I would say to that that when I was watching that film I wasn't ever thinking how good the CG was on the yeah monkeys. I forgot that you were watching because something I was so engrossed in it, in it. Yeah. and that's how good they've got to the point now that you're not thinking even you're watching an animated monkey for the entire film it's an ape it's not a monkey mon- ape, <laughs> you know what I'm going to cut that bit so you that don't make me look like a complete dick right you're not watching uh, you're not watching CG characters Born. so like I wasn't Steve, I was, Caesar, Caesar, right, Caesar was the focus of the film and that's how bold they are with the step they can. They didn't have the human character to try and kind of make us feel that we kind of connect with them and I think that was why they're, they're so confident now with their CG and it looked great no, as well as that the vistas it, it evoked kind of like um, some of the old westerns as well like the kind of the yeah. type of film it was I thought it looked stunning when they're kind of Traveling across the land and stuff like that. I would, feel, I would agree with everything Steve said, and to be honest, I'd probably the, say it's, I, I would say that War of the Planet of the Apes is in my top three. It's in my top three. Yeah. I fully agree. I forgot 
as I said, watching yeah, it's, a CGI it's, movie, which yeah. is. Uh, I just thought the the final battle sequence was so sloppy, and it was just even painful to watch. That, All the the human a... horde uh, assaulting the the base, like yeah. like just a mob, and you see that um, attack helicopters flying around with no purpose. It just didn't look but, good. Well, Pashemi, you'll be happy to know that War of the Planet of the Apes appears in the most disappointing list. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but in terms of visuals, I would I, like I would say. Uh, it's, it's, I'd probably say it's double in my list. What about you, Jen? You're three. not way down on that one. I don't know. I'm, I'm still trying to kind of figure out what my top three is. And I totally take on the point in terms of, like, you know, like, as Andy Serkis, isn't it? Like, yeah. in terms of like, yeah. his movements and ability to yeah. be the ape. Mm-hmm. Um, Thank you. Um, <laughs> but so I mean I think and then like you say yeah you probably did like you didn't pay attention to it you just accepted it for what it was yeah um, so it actually it actually might stay in my top three but I haven't completely decided on it I'm on the fence unfortunately okay, we'll, we'll move on then Are you well, so we'll just move on to Jen then to try and cut a film yeah oh no <laughs> What about Blade Runner? Oh, not, not a chance. No, not a chance. Let's not talk about it. Let's bring that's it. Yeah, There's a reason. That's, that's, <laughs> uh, that's, I was going to say, because I've listened to podcasts, with, and usually the one that doesn't get spoken about until it's the end is usually the one that everyone's got a clear one about. I'm thinking Blade Runner might be in the top three. Like, yeah, no, yeah. 100%. I think, I okay, why don't we lock in then at least two of the films to see so what we're arguing about? So we can all, so we can all, all think that Blade Runner is there any? Is there any that you, is there one there that you, I know obviously you were um, uh, quite sure on Thor out of the other five. Is there any there to that get rid of? you would get rid I've of? I've not seen Star Wars, so, and it, again, it's not visually different. Star Wars is always Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So for me, I, I would cut it even though I've not seen it hmm. yeah I would keep it I would keep it I'm torn I thought Star Wars had really good visuals I was the only thing going for it by the way but then now in hindsight <laughs> when I'm comparing the films that are left against Star Wars some of the Star Wars visuals is just so sloppy I cannot really stand what are we for talking it. about let's be more specific I'm talking the first uh, battle sequence uh so this is the resistance against the yeah it's just the explosions you don't get fire explosions in a space yes, you don't do. get you don't get sound in a space oh, yeah, well let's not take that into account because Star Wars you is don't not- fly a single bomber <laughs> over a dreadnought and open the airlock and the vacuum vacuum doesn't to come play, into play and you don't drop the bombs in a space on the top of the ship because there is no gravity if you were to apply real life logic though that means you would not hear any of the sound of the engines in space because in space you can't hear anything there's nothing for well, sound to Serenity could pull it off and it was just well put it this way right so if you're going to take that actual physics in place surely Jurassic Park would be null and void if you think on it that way like if you're actually looking at it in a, in a can this happen 
You can get explosions in space, by the way. No, no, that's what I'm saying. But Jurassic Park, there's, there's dinosaurs running about. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> I, I, in terms I, of in I'm terms thinking, of visuals, I would probably say that to me, whether something uh, can happen, or can, it's yeah. purely fiction. Aye. So I'm watching it. And I mean, you can't take that sort of logic into yeah. consideration. No, of Star Wars. it's a film. It's, it's, it's a film, it's, but it's also a, a space opera. It is not meant to be realistic. It's meant yeah. to be far from it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think that holds a, at all for that that argument. Uh, did it look great? I can't. I, I can't know specifically. I thought visually it looked great. I thought there was some really good scenes in terms of the scene like when fight uh, scenes and all that kind yeah. of thing. Like, I can't, is it Holdo? Is it General Admiral Holdo? Holdo? Admiral Holdo. Sorry. So when she um, that the sacrifice. Yes, the sacrifices. When she warp speeds into Snoke's ship, that was like visually. Mm-hmm. I thought that was well it was groundbreaking for Star Wars to do such a weird style like to have the sound cut out completely and have it silence no music or anything and just in the cinema it was it was weird because it was just like silent for about five seconds Mm. and it was kind of impactful we spoke about it in a separate podcast and we think it would be even more impactful as a character you really cared about. If it was a new, yeah. ca- it was a new character. Was a, so for Fee, who hasn't seen it, yeah. it's a character that's come into the film and does this major sacrifice. She um, is initially built up, or you think she might even be a traitor, and right. it turns out it's not. But I think that the, the film, from a visual point of view, that moment was great. Yeah, And we touched on it in the last podcast crate as well the uh, well, red salt planet. yeah the, the, the planet was an interesting look because Star Wars has covered you know desert planets to death jungle planets you can't really get once you start getting into like prequel territory they make everything look just really weird for the sake of it so but crate looked like something you could imagine in a Star Wars film yeah. but was fresh because it had this weird salt this kind of red salt colour coming up the way when uh, soldiers stood in the ground it kind of looked quite awesome if um, I see if you see, to, to cut to the chase I Star Wars is going to be in my top three. It's going to be my top three. Yeah, so I wouldn't cut it. It's definitely. So I can't really put. Up I think there's two other films that it beats, and I don't think it, it, it's the one that could be third for me. But like, I don't think it gets cut right now. Prashemic. I'm in a minority. Right, okay. Well, we're you not. T- <laughs> no, I was saying, we're not talking about your nationality here. <laughs> was it your? Was it your cut? Was no, it was, me, it was me. It was me. Oh, it was you. Yeah. I agree with. Uh, right, we've locked in Blade Runner, so there's two slots remaining. We've already tried to eliminate Dunkirk, Hacksaw Ridge, Thor. In fact, we've all these films have all been. <laughs> well, if, if it was me straight straight out, I would take Thor out. But yeah. purely purely based on visuals and purely based on what it's up against, I'd I'd take Thor out. Um, it was me that wanted to cut yeah. it in the first place, so I'm doing that. Stephen, yeah, I think Thor is. I think the so last time. I think Thor goes. Well, Thor goes then. Yeah, I think Thor goes. Thor, okay. okay. Down to the final five. Just agree with me in the first time, then, guys. I just felt like it deserved to stay <laughs> for longer. <laughs> right, and so I think it's for me. It's a um, for what? It's a duel out of Hacks Origin and then Kirk. I thought you just yeah. Really so far. that's where mm-hmm. I would struggle in. Yeah, for me, it's my choice anyway, but those two are the two I'm swithering over. Because um, I want more of the Planet of the Apes in. Yeah, okay, well, can we lock in more of the planets? Because I feel the same. Well, I think that could be. Well, why don't... See, see just now, actually, why don't we actually... So there's five films left. Why don't we give our top three... Why don't we? Why no, don't we I think because then it just comes down to like who put on what. It's a bit too. Well, why don't we say? Why don't we, I don't want that. Like, why don't I'd rather we say top one. 
Well, I think we kind of know the fair, majority. I don't think we're going to agree on top two. Yeah, right. it might be difficult. What? My favourite is Blade Runner. I yeah, think. do you know I agree with that actually? No. I do. So is my um, Blade Runner. Right. Wasn't the best film. Let's we'll leave visually. the favourite to that. We'll let's let get me. cut. Let's cut. We need to cut two films. So which two are going? If I let's let's uh, debate over Dunkirk and Hacksaw Ridge for for now then. Warby right, so Stephen, yeah. you, you go again. Uh, on that basis, Hacksaw Ridge. I, it just didn't leave me the same. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't strike me the way that. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Dunkirk had other things from a visual point of view that were um, a bit more impactful and resonated, but Hacksaw Ridge kind yeah. of. So it, I'd say yeah, like that's a good point. So Hacksaw Ridge, like you say, it was second half of the movie visually. Mm-hmm. There was more things in Hacksaw Ridge that I remember, but Dunkirk visually, I think, was probably more striking over. Yeah, for me, Hacksaw. for me, Dunkirk never had simple jack in it. So <laughs> it's would, always good to be a winner. I, I would probably. <laughs> no, I would, I would cut Dun- Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, I would, I would agree. How do you feel about that, Jen? You look a bit <laughs> like that might not be cool. No, I don't know. It's, I think. Do you know what it is? I think it's the category in terms of Hacksaw Ridge as a film for me. Was yeah. Well, it's going yeah. to get. Oh no, I don't. No, we we have got a lot of time to then I talk about struggling to like visual part uh-huh. visually though. From from a visual point of view, I think is Between not. That and it didn't, yeah, visually, probably Dunkirk wins maybe. Right, so Prashemic, what are your thoughts? I'll pick Hacksaw Ridge over Dunkirk. Dunkirk was better in terms of the sound mm-hmm. and the, the dread. You made a good point about the sound, I definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that probably- Visually, Hacksaw Ridge beats hand down. Like the flamethrower scene, the, the dream sequence, the clawing your way through the tunnels, watching all the soldiers with their guts ripped open, mm-hmm. limbless, it's just, it just leaves, leaves you speechless. No, it's so it's visceral, <laughs> so bloody, you just think, I would never want to witness anything like that because yeah. of purely what you see. Uh, it is difficult. I, do, I totally agree with you that that's why I put it in that list for me because it's something that I saw that movie at the start of the year and that's, mm. those scenes it's are still... Would we rather have right Hacksaw here. Ridge than Star Wars? Oh, yeah. Well, you would. Hands down. Do you think Star Wars beats Hacksaw Ridge? I would go back to the, you know, Star uh, Star Wars doesn't have simple jack in it. As a visual, I know. I think you'll have to you'll have to make a more articulate argument. Than I know. That. I know. I think I suppose agreeing. Uh, Fee made a good point. Oh, Star Wars is Star Wars. You know, you're going to get. Mm. Um, space battles, you know, you're going to get lightsaber fights. I suppose it's how they, it's how they make it unique to the previous. Uh, like some of the visual touches that one I mentioned earlier or didn't mention earlier, I was about to was the when Luke's training Ray and they have that weird trippy sequence when she's like oh, yeah, the blicking and there's like loads of her and then come the sound comes back. They did I that th- in the first make of this What's remake that? of this, did they not? Pretty sure they did that in the very first one. The Star Wars. Yeah, when they when they did the first remake. You mean the Force Awakens? Yeah, for, uh, Force Awakens. Well, like, they, I'm pretty sure they did it in that. So that's not new. Uh, no, no this like is like this a, a stylistic thing? This yeah. is like a scene. I mean, I've not seen it, so I no. can't. Yeah. I'm not. It's from just, what you're describing, it sounds like something that was in the very first one. They had a weird trippy scene in it. It was more like a Force memory or something. I don't know what that was, but it was just a, a weird. Oh, I see. What you mean. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No, do you know what? Actually, to be fair, if we were comparing Hacksaw Ridge to Dunkirk. Mm-hmm. maybe not but if we're comparing Hacksaw Ridge to Star Wars I'd probably choose Hacksaw Ridge actually yeah I'm actually starting to come around to that as well yeah right so we're probably cutting Star Wars then 
Well, what's your thoughts, Steve? I'm kind of. I'm not. I think they're both uh, visually. Um, I've only seen Hacksaw Ridge once in Star Wars twice, so I feel like I remember more of Star Wars. I might be harsher on Hacksaw Ridge because. But what you said about some of the scenes that uh, I remember it being quite striking. Can I add just something to counter uh, Scott Simpleton approach? You see, the first half of Hacksaw Ridge film shows you the story of this guy from like a deep. S- yeah, so, yeah, it's the so you just the follow man. the guy. Yeah. The guy falls in love with a nurse, and he sees all his peers being enlisted and going to the war. And he really wants to go to the war, but everyone says he can't really do it because he's got his crazy religious beliefs. And mm. he also says he's I'm a con- 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 conscious objector. objector. So he, and everyone says, "Why would you want yeah. to go to war?" If like he you, does this. It's crazy. It's a true story as well. He actually doesn't. So you see, take, the first film is a comparison of like idyllic life of a like young guy falling in love just living a normal life and yeah. the second part is just the the most brutal uh, no, I get that. I get contrast that. For, to but, that but storytelling definitely right, but for me it was just the, the portrayal uh, Andrew Garfield I, I, I just didn't like him right we're kind of however uh, again, from visuals, on the best visuals again yeah you went with Hacks uh, or Ridge over Star Wars I think I can get on board with that does MD else have a major issue with that? That's no. Right. Star Wars okay, is gone. Star Wars is cut. This is so not the. Steve's not winning it. Four that I, I was. It was my top favourite one, so I lost. I. Um, who's cutting one now? Is it Prashemik? Yep. So well, actually, well, this is now just down to a, a, a kind of. This, we can't just have four. you. But yeah. Uh, now it needs to be which one do you? Which have? one's not making it? Okay. I'll probably say. I know that the general vote is you guys want to leave war for the planet of the apes. <laughs> and I'm not I'm not going to argue against it because I've already made my point. I'll probably say Dunkirk visually is not as good as the rest of the films on, on the list. Sound wise the, the the story development mm-hmm. it's right there but visual wise Visually. I don't think it just falls a bit short yep. no, I, would agree, I, would yeah. agree, I agree with that yeah. actually I'm from looking at what's left Dunkirk you're right a lot yeah. of it had a lot of sound that added to the visuals I think if you didn't have the two together probably wouldn't be Jen? as good yeah, I'm alright with that. <laughs> right, so we've got our top three then. Okay, so the top three in no particular order is Blade Runner, Hacksaw Ridge, and War of the Planet of the Apes. Do we want to keep it in that order? Uh, actually, yeah. yeah. I got to me. Oh. I think we've not spoken about Blade Runner. Um, I think Blade Runner is a great looking film, and this is the same guy that's on Sicario, and his uh, cinematographer is they've got an amazing eye and I think that carried over into Blade Runner and when you've got the kind of already a precedent set with the first Blade Runner it was a hard thing to to kind of get right again and I think they did I think some of the actual sort of vistas you see are just amazing and that to me was what struck me with Blade Runner and I think it's it's more impactful than the other two films. Yeah. For me, it was like the colours that just uh-huh. sticks in my brain. Yeah. It was like Dark City, yeah. Orange, yeah. Dirt. Yeah. That, the really contrasting. Yeah. I agree with Fiona. The, the, the visual depth of colours, yeah. slow, 
long pan shots mm-hmm. yeah. of a desert different shades of orange different depth of orange the city you could see is dark really with dark. N- uh, like lights lit but it's still like just dimly. dark and mm-hmm. dirty yeah, yeah. so that would has MD got a real issue with that being the winner of this category no I would fully agree I, that's my top one it's been from the other uh, Blade Runner's my top Jen yeah. It was alright. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we can call it. Blade Runner, congratulations, you've won Best Visuals. It only took us about an hour. Uh, and we've had four, I know. plus the, yeah. the fourth one is like double the length. To be fair, it was about 30, 20 minutes of the chat before we started it, so it's not as long, but we'll hopefully... Right. Short we've spoken, we've spoken about... I will have well, a comfort. Let's face it, hidden gem, there's quite a lot on there that shouldn't be on there, so that should be quite yeah. an easy category to shorten. Wrap it up or something like that, recording-wise? Or? Yeah, um, so congratulations to Blade Runner 2049 as the winner with the two uh, runners up Hacksaw Ridge and War for the Planet of the Apes we got there in the end guys only four more categories to go Uh, we'll have a quick break and come back to it